Wright and Spike Cohen. No, wait. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Bangkok Spike Spike Cohen. Spike Cohen, Spike Cohen, Spike Fantastic. I don't know what just happened. No? <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, I did. But twice. Hmm. Why is that happening? That is so sad. Audio problems sad. with the muddy waters. With the muddy waters? That's weird. That's I like so how I'm just slightly funny. over half of this screen. It's Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike, Otis, parting of the Reading Sea, Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Hey folks, thanks so much for tuning in to this incredible episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. Why is it incredible? Because you're here, and we've already had an audio error right off the bat. Fantastic. Uh, folks. Thanks that again. makes me so mad. It sounded like it was good. And it seemed very hip hop ish. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, of course, this is a Muddy Waters Media production. Check us out on all social media platforms, on all uh, podcasting platforms, including however you are listening or viewing this right now. And if you haven't already liked, subscribed to, or followed us on whatever it is you are listening or viewing us on right now, be sure to do that right now. Uh, and if you're doing it on YouTube, don't just subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit the bell right next to the describe button because I want your phone to explode with notifications every single time we go live. Give the gift of muddied waters today by sharing this everywhere and letting everyone that you know know about the good word of liberty from muddy waters media matt first and foremost first and foremost allow me to thank justin for the cover that i am drinking on today's episode and allow me to thank le bleu for this delicious purified drinking water that i'm drinking on this episode bula vinaka bula vinaka so how did your weekend go my weekend was good my weekend was good we had a little barbecue we cooked out and we uh, hung out we uh got older wow <laughs> is that is that where we are in life right now how, how are you doing well i'm older than i was when we last spoke but it was Wait, literally though i am older than i was the last time we spoke i mean that's true even now true every yeah age but it's like i got the official like i passed the milestone thing. oh that's right it was your birthday <laughs> yeah you are actually before you're i'm actually a year old yes see this is the problem i know when your birthday is and i even wished you a a happy birthday but it was a happy belated birthday because your birthday falls the day before our wedding anniversary so it was a big so our marriage got older the last time we talked yep but no more no less fresh and no less joyous and loving of course but just older but in the way that a wine ages and becomes better over time and a, like a cheese, a cheese that's until, meant to age. Up until a certain point where all of the good stuff just goes to the bottom and it just begins to taste like vinegar or mold. Uh, but there are many wines where it takes much longer for that to happen. <laughs> we'll have died long before that happens. Got to find out what kind of wine we are. 
crap. Anyway, keep keep her name out your mouth. Anyway, uh, we're um. <laughs> oh man, I would um, rather take a slap from you than Will Smith. You know, I, I I saw a meme that showed an alternate universe where it had been The Rock that was hosting and told that joke, and Will's just like laughing like joyously and not getting up. Um, I thought that was funny. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so speaking of. Uh, this episode is brought to you, of course, by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the second largest and fastest growing caucus in the Libertarian Party. Become a part of the movement that is sweeping this nation by becoming a member of the caucus, by going to the exclusive Facebook group, Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. And if you want to become an official voting member, which means absolutely nothing, literally, it means it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. We're a meme group. But if you want to get some cool Waffle House Caucus swag, go on over to the Muddy Waters store by going to muddywatersmedia.com and pressing the store button. And you can get a uh, Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus uh, button or a t-shirt. The Gravy King. Defy the power and stitches and glitches. The finest. And when I say finest, I mean the finest tumblers that have ever been made by any tumbler manufacturer ever defy the power and stitches and glitches make tumblers that keep your hots hot and your colds cold and your lukewarms lukewarm as matt likes to say your tepids tepid at whatever temperature you put a liquid into this thing it will remain that temperature for an ungodly number of hours does that code work anymore Yes, uh, that code is back on until I think April twenty eighth. Now we need to just remove it then when that happens, because I feel like we've over. Well, anyway, uh, if you go to Defy the Power and Stitches and Glitches, you can get the greatest tumblers that have ever been made. Uh, not only uh, do they come with free customization, which is literally insane. When you see how customized these things are. The fact that you don't have to pay any extra for that level of customization is insane. Not only do they also have a kit you can buy that makes these into a water pipe, not a bong. Not a bong. That's illegal in many places. A water pipe for legal substances. A water pipe. Don't do illegal things with this because that's illegal. But not only do they have that, but also until April... If you go to their website and uh, and make a purchase and use the code MUDDYTUMBLER, you get an additional 10% off of the already insane free customization, the already insane level of craftsmanship and quality that comes with it. Uh, you will be able to uh, get all of that by using the code MUDDYTUMBLER until April. And we are definitely, after that happens, we're going to finally remove that part from the graphic. It's not like literally there's nothing we all we have to do is just black out over it. It doesn't touch any of the rest of the graphic. Maybe that the O and off just barely touches the the porcupine in the back. Like, I mean, there's no reason that we can't remove this. It's pure laziness on my part, but we will do it next time. Defythepower.com and stitchesandglitches.com. Oh, man, if you're going to make this graphic, it's going to be so much better. Uh... (laughs) I was like, honestly, the thing is, once I do it, I'll probably just remake the graphic. But at the very least, I could just black the freaking thing out. My God, these poor people have had to only make 90% of what they're supposed to be making. 
out of the goodness of their uh, hearts. Uh, the goodness of their heart I've, from the vast number of our loyal listeners, followers, subscribers who are continually using them for all of their Tumblr needs. The Tumblrs, like, the Tumblrs that are going to literally last you a lifetime. I understand yes. you need all of the Tumblrs. All of them. My house, yeah, all of the, if my house has anything to prove how other people's houses look, you think this is the only Tumblr we have in this house? This oh, is gosh, not the no. only Tumblr we have. We no, have so we have, many Tumblrs. We have like seven Tumblrs in our, in our, they're such great Tumblrs. And our audience, many of our, of you, our faithful viewers, uh, and, and the members of the Muddied family, which by the way, if you're not a member of the Muddied family, you can become a member of the Muddy family by going to anchor.fm slash muddywater slash subscribe, becoming a subscriber today for only $10 a month. You not only become a member of the Muddied family, whatever that means, but you also get exclusive Muddied family only content. Uh, you also get an ad free viewing or listening experience on Spotify as well as on, uh, on anchor.fm. Uh, but also, also, you get access to our monthly private Zoom session with uh, me and Matt and Jason and Nullick and the rest of the Muddy Waters crew and all of our subscribers that tune in the Muddy Zoom once a month uh, on usually the, I believe, third Thursday. Second Thursday? Second. Second, second Thursday. Thursday. Second Thursday. Yes. I, the second Thursday. I just don't always know which Thursday it is. I just know I'm there. Uh, but you can be a part of that. But our well, our uh, incredible... Usually. usually. And our our uh, our muddied subscribers... You're, you're uh, batting 750 right now. That's a good... I mean, listen. If Ty Cobb was, what, 410? Legend. I get 750... And there's some mild complaints. But moving forward, I'm going to be batting a thousand. <laughs> moving forward, batting a thousand. You'll never bat a thousand now. I'll be, well, I'll be, well, fuck. <laughs> I'll be batting like nine, eight, nine, nine, nine. Right. Okay. So uh, it's impossible for me to bat a thousand. But from this moment forward, 1.0000. Anyway, uh, so, uh, but if, if you, what were we talking Oh, the tumblers. Yes, the tumblers. The tumblers. Uh, the tumblers. Yes, the tumblers. Uh, some of our subscribers uh, and uh, just our, our followers and viewers have bought so many of these freaking tumblers that out of the, out of the goodness of their hearts, Defy the power and stitches and glitches continue to honor the muddy tumbler because, you know, 90% is better than zero. But at some point, folks, I mean, come on. Like, they're giving, they're basically, they're almost giving these things away. They're going to have to change it to Crazy John and Susan's Tumblr company if they keep giving them away like this. Matt? They're going to have to get one of those wacky inflatable dolls that says... Yeah. Wacky wavy inflatable arm guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, my uh, weekend weekend was good and uh, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciated the heartfelt, heartfelt and very meaningful birthday message that you sent me. The message that only a brother could send to a brother. <laughs> hey, happy belated birthday. That was pretty much what it said. I, I think you have one word too many in there. <laughs> <laughs> was it just happy belated birthday? I didn't even say hey. I don't. I don't think or so. Or man. 
Hold on, now I got Now I'm curious as to what I sent you. I think I at least put man in there. No, let me see. What is a Matt Wright? Hold on, I'm in the wrong thing. Uh, Matt Wright. I said literally happy. Bl- Holy shit! Happy. <laughs> <laughs> the heartfelt message from Spike that only Kelly. could come from a brother that could happy only come from a brother hey happy belated birthday <laughs> to which i think you responded hey happy anniversary uh so yes so uh and uh my birthday or my the birthday of my wedding had happened as well uh 12 years of pure wedded bliss 12 years young 12 years young and getting younger literally every younger second. every day the benjamin day. that's because carriages. it looks like you've been doing skincare routines because your skin's looking much better than it did when you first started co-hosting three years ago yes so yes first started co-hosting and also um i look better than i did i look older but i look better than i did when i she don't met know if me. you look older really I mean, no, it I'm just getting white. You see, now you're just being trying to flatter me. I have literal. It also could be because, and this is going to be shocking to people who watch us regularly. The quality of this program has gone up so much. You actually look younger. Just because of better, better lighting and like better, better lighting and better quality cameras and stuff as compared to what we were doing. That's probably three yeah. years ago. Yes. I look younger in 4k as opposed to 360p 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 speaking of 360p there are 360 times of the next segment is the mud water mushroom coffee replacement cacao rapid fire segment brought to you by mud water coffee alternative if you woke up today and said, Matt, Spike, I am so sick of coffee. If I never have coffee another day in my life, boy, I'll tell you. I mean, I've been, well, I thought the coffee would help with my weight loss, but it really hasn't. It really hasn't. It's just been getting worse. My, I went to my doctor and he told me, you know, I, I've, been, I've been dealing with higher blood pressure. I've been dealing with hypertension. I've been dealing with all the things that can happen from someone who relies on coffee for weight loss. Uh, I go into the doctor and I'm an absolute mess. And I go in and I say, doctor, things are just getting worse. It's just, I'm not just worried about my health at this point. I'm worried about my, my marriage, my family. What happens if I die early? because of the problems that can be caused from a sedentary lifestyle, eating the wrong foods and too much of them, and just drinking too much caffeine. What's going to happen if my children don't have one of their parents? What's going to happen if my spouse has to restart things and pick up the pieces because I'm not there where I should be with my family? Doc, I don't know what to do. I'm coming to you because I have to. I have to fix this while I can, while I'm still here, while my heart's still beating, while I'm still alive. I need to fix this. And the doctor said to me, don't worry, we're going to get this fixed. Now open your mouth and say oink. 
So I don't want to, I want to get off the coffee. I want to try something different. Maybe some machella chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and literally nothing else. Well, folks, I have some fantastic news for you. We have exactly that in a tin. It's called Mud Water. It's made by the most appropriately named sponsor of Muddy Waters Media ever, Mud slash WTR Mud Water. Um, and if you go to muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud, you can get your starter pack of mud water today. How does it taste? Well, think of what those ingredients might taste like separately. Now imagine them all mixed together. You're definitely going to want some honey, but it's good for you. It has one-seventh of the, of the caffeine of a cup of coffee. Just enough caffeine to get you all excited like this, but not so much caffeine that you end up with all the problems that would lead your doctor to sit you down and say, I am so sorry to tell you this, but you're dealing with hypertension, potential heart problems, a potential reduction of not just your quality of life, but your overall lifespan. Why are you surprised I'm saying this? Were you expecting some kind of joke? I'm a cardiologist. So if you go to muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud, you can get your starter pack today. Change your life with mud water. Matt? So this isn't in the notes, but I feel as though it's necessary to say, and I don't know why. Um, each year, the earth spins, unless you're Jack Casey, in which case it doesn't. None of this <laughs> but each year, the earth spins one hundred and thirty one thousand four hundred degrees these are lies from nasa these are lies from nasa one one hundred thirty one thousand four hundred degrees which means that in the over the course of the entire year you will travel if you sat perfectly still you would still travel nine hang on i texted this to somebody earlier today and they just texted me sending all of that back nine million 66,600 miles had you not like if i sat in this chair for 365 days that's how far i would travel without ever actually moving now which is a lot so the more you live obviously the more mileage you're going to rake in however if you do not move for an entire year you have traveled 69 miles Nice. I don't know what the. Nice. I don't get it. That That's just a fact. That is a fact. Every hour, if you are not moving, you go 69 oh, miles. Every hour. Nice. Every hour. Nice. Now tell me there isn't a God. <laughs> Checkmate atheist. He doesn't atheist. have a sense of humor. Yes. Checkmate atheists. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, starting to believe there isn't a God, hey, folks, remember when Joe Manchin was the acting president of the United States saying he didn't want new spending without having a way to pay for it and whatnot and what forth. How's that going, Matt? Well, anybody who has been paying attention to Joe Manchin for the last, we'll call it 12-ish years, um, and has been like, hey, you know what? This guy's a Democrat, but at least he seems to have his head on, right? You might remember when he said in a debate... Mm. I can't look the people in West Virginia in the eye and ask them to pay a penny more until I know we're running this government efficiently, which is a sound 
fiscal policy for uh, anybody in government. Like that, yeah. that is the sort of statement you want to hear from a uh, politician. Yeah. Well, the definition of efficiency must have changed. Shifted. Because according to Axios, Manchin has outlined a revised Build Back Better legislation that will focus on climate change, prescription drug prices, and deficit reduction. Mm. He's outlined a deal that includes roughly $500 billion for climate change and $1 trillion in new revenue. Theft. Revenue means you get charged more. Right. Revenue means taxes for the people in Yorba Linda, California. And if you get that reference, I know what you did between 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock most weekdays. Um, Last year, the government collected $4.05 trillion in taxes. And Manchin is suggesting yet another trillion be collected in taxes. So because he stated, I can't look the people of West Virginia in the eye in the in the eye and ask them to pay a penny more until I know we're running this government officially mm. efficiently, the extra taxes must mean that we as a nation have finally figured out how to run this government more efficiently. Right? Of course, I would assume as much. Right. I mean, that's the only thing that really makes sense. But since last otherwise year, otherwise, you'd be a liar. <laughs> I can't imagine a politician lying to us. Politician lying? But since last year, the federal government spent $6.82 trillion on the $4.05 that they brought in. I would have to think that, no, we are not running more efficiently. And Joe Manchin is a liar. In fact, lying. I think that what this means is that he doesn't plan on looking anyone in West Virginia, in the eye. <laughs> in the Effort. eye. I think right. he'll be like, like just looking at where do you Technically live? Technically uh, making... Texas. Oh, okay. Hi. Where do you live? West Virginia. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I can't look you in the eye. Well, he just said he can't look him in the eye and say that. So he's just not going to say that. And, and and ask them to pay. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's just going to ask them. It's not like they ask yeah, us to pay. They just tell us to pay. So this was actually a bit of chicanery on his part. At no point yes. did he ever have to ask anyone to pay anything. So we Checkmate got a super atheists. chat. We got a super chat from mm. LS420 Stoner. Mm. Oh, that's where I came up with, I had to say the 69 thing because I saw the 420. Um, nice. He or she, I don't want to misgender. Uh, in no. this current, <laughs> what's that? They. What? They, they this say human. in this this person, this in this person. current environment, is there any chance for a libertarian candidate to get in office and work to make us into a freer society again? At present, everything looks hopeless. Now, LS four twenty stoner, yes, it is possible for that to happen. Maybe not in the way that you are currently thinking. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. But yes, it can happen at the local level. Uh, it's happening all over the nation. Uh, yep. Lots of people in Pennsylvania have been elected. People, tons of people here in Florida have been elected. South Carolina, we're not so much. Um, uh, but it is happening all over the nation. Um, and because people will begin to see that, yes, libertarians in office have a chance to make things better and they're improving communities locally, they'll start getting better chances to move up and they'll exactly. get into their state houses, state senate, yep. state legislatures, whatever you have in your state. I don't know where you are from. Um, and then from there, you'll get into Congress and yada, yada, yada. It's, it's, it's a long game and we are literally at the beginning of it. And it is a long game and a long, long, long slog that we are finally actually participating in as a party. Instead of just saying, wow, we're going to end the Fed, we're going to end the wars and all this stuff and having absolutely no blueprint to do so for decades and almost accidentally winning elections despite ourselves at the local level, we now are actually focusing on doing that. Um, but we're just getting started there. There, there needs to be a much earlier buy-in um, than inviting people to join the party and vote for even local candidates. We need an earlier buy-in that involves encouraging people to join us on single-issue local activism on things we already agree on. Uh, and that's what I'm going to be doing with the organization I'm starting uh, in just a week or so called You Are the Power. Um, that's going to be doing exactly that and much more details to come very soon. Um, but yes, we libertarians are already winning. Uh, we are about to ramp that up to a completely different level. And more importantly, we're going to change the culture because it doesn't matter who gets elected if the people still want the status quo. And the thing is, most people, despite their complaining, most voters want some approximation of this status quo. They think it needs tweaking. Even though they recognize it's a total mess, they don't realize that the problem is the structure from the beginning and the assumption between government and the people from the beginning. We're going to be working on that as well. So yes. Um, yes, thank you for the question and thank you for the 10 Oh, and he's from because... Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Uh, in Alabama, uh, you, have, um, uh, you have some incredible people that are running for office there. Uh, you have... Uh, Isn't that where... Um, um... Jonathan Reels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John, Jonathan Reels. Yeah. Is he from, he's from Alabama? I thought he was. He lives oh, no. in, in Dothan, Alabama. In yeah. Dothan, Jonathan Reels. Dothan, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. He is running for office, and I'm looking it up. I believe it's the third district. Um, hold on one second. Uh, I think it's the third district of, Cong of Congress there. Um, oh, District 2. It's uh, uh, He's running for Congress for District 2. Uh, you've got. Um, uh, you've got Ruth Page Nelson as their lieutenant governor candidate. That's really exciting because she's in a two-way race. The Democrats aren't running anyone, um, and she is a uh, she is uh, a, a very very strong libertarian and uh, very very active in her community. Uh, and she's also uh, African American. And in Alabama, if you are an African American running at the statewide level, uh, that's because of the demographics here in Alabama. That's about thirty-five percent of the vote right there, um, right off the bat. Um, with just by existing as as a person uh, of color, um, so that's that's an incredible race to watch. We got Portia Shepard running in the state senate in the twenty third district. Richard Bendenson, state senate twenty four. Uh, Ron Bishop, public service commission uh, district one. Lane Lachine is running for state uh, auditor. Uh, Laura Lane is serving in public serv uh, running in public service committee. Uh, um, 
commission. Danny Wilson is one of my favorite people. He is, I people say I'm very good at messaging, but I'm also very verbose. I will talk for several minutes about something and get everyone all fired up. What? Danny Wilson, if people say I talk a lot, it's weird. Uh, and, and Danny Wilson is able to get people excited with like six words. It's the craziest thing to watch. We just did a, a, a panel together uh, last month, uh, about a month ago actually, uh, the end of last month about um, cannabis legalization and decriminalization and, and cannabis in general. There's a bunch of different people, uh, including me and, and Danny. And I would say something and I'd talk for like two, three minutes straight and everyone would be cheering. And then Danny would be like, he'd say eight words. He'd say an eight word sentence and get the same applause as me. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's so much easier. My throat, I wouldn't deal with sore throats and stuff. If I... So he's incredible. He's running for state Senate 19. I've already said more about his campaign than he has, put it that way, just now. Like, that's how incredible he is. <laughs> just I watched him, Danny Wilson, I watched him convert someone from Democrat to Libertarian with, I think, 12 words. He said he was running for state Senate. It was in her district. She said, what's your position on the Second Amendment? And he said, every law is an infringement. And she said, what do you think about abortion rights? And he said, how do you put it? Oh, none of the government's business. And she went, give me your ballot petition and also give me your stomach, some of your stuff because I'm going to vote for you. Some of your like uh, materials because I'm going to vote for you. That's how good he is. So he's someone. If you go to LPAlabama.org, um, LS420 Stoner and everyone else, if you go to LPAlabama.org, you can uh, go to where it says who we are. You can click on candidates and see everyone running there. There are some incredible people running some awesome campaigns. It's one of my favorite states with the candidates that they're running. Um, so, yes. 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 So, speaking of, well. <laughs> There's zero segue. Jenny Thomas. <laughs> Speaking of a totally different subject entirely. Completely different. There's no segue from the no. one to the other. Uh, Virginia Thomas, also known as Jenny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who just got out of the hospital, um, has found herself, and by extension, her husband, in a bit of hot water. Jenny Thomas had text messages revealed with former chief of staff Mark Meadows urging him to help overturn the 2020 election. Mm. She may be subpoenaed by Liz Cheney to testify at the January 6th committee in Congress. Mm. However, this has caused Ilhan Omar, Amy Klobuchar, Ron Wyden, Cory Booker, and others to call for Clarence Thomas to be anywhere between, have called for Clarence Thomas to anywhere between recuse himself to being impeached. What's the mechanism for, is there even a mechanism for impeaching a Supreme Court justice? I don't, I'm assuming it's very similar to, I don't, I don't think anything's laid out, but I, 
think that they like because I've heard them talk about this before in the past. So there has to be something that they. Oh, so there. Heard. So it's, uh, yes, there actually has been. Um, uh, the Constitution, the way it's worded, uh, shall hold their uh, justices shall hold, shall hold their offices during good behavior. Um, they can only be removed by impeachment. Uh, there is only one that has ever been impeached, um, uh, and that was Justice Associate Justice Samuel Chase in 1805. It doesn't say whether he was actually removed or if he were, uh, or, or or whether he was removed. But that brings up a very interesting point, Matt, about why he would be impeached. Mm-hmm. And I will admit that there could be an argument made or at least a discussion had on whether or yeah. not he should recuse himself from yep. certain cases. Agreed. But the people who are calling for impeachment are asking for a man to be impeached for not telling his wife what yeah. or what not to say yeah, or think. Literally. Yeah. Literally. They want to impeach him, remove him from his position because his wife did something and he didn't say, hey, shut up. He didn't say, don't say that. And don't say it- that. Also, we're supposed, I mean, he was A, supposed to know every single thing she thinks and says, which on something like this, it was probably... He probably knew her opinion on this, but he didn't necessarily know she was texting chiefs of staff and things like that. But even if he did, he was supposed to be impeached for not saying, hey, woman, get why are you wearing shoes and not pregnant? <laughs> well, she's 70. <laughs> I get, OK, that's fair. Yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah. Because of the biology. But 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 that doesn't mean you need to be wearing shoes there. Uh, you don't I mean, need to be wearing shoes and coming up with these new okay. fangled ideas and talking yeah. to people. Yeah, talking to people? Another man? You're talking to men? Where's your hijab? Are you t- where? Where? <laughs> or your burqa, not just a hijab. Full on. Why are you showing your face out there, a woman? I mean, granted, what? <laughs> you're well past burfin age, but that don't mean you can't still be in the kitchen and whatnot. Right. That's my Clarence Thomas impersonation. Sounds just like him. Yeah. <laughs> just how I imagine Clarence Thomas sounds. And now Justice Clarence Thomas would like to say something. Well, I think, I mean, call me, I might be just an old country bumpkin. But I think. Where, where is he from? He, I believe he is he from, from the, the south. north. He, no, hold on. I no, I believe he's. I, I'm looking it up right now. He is from. Well, I Pine mean, Point, Georgia. Okay, yeah, no, no, he, he, Georgia. Yeah, he's yeah, from. Yeah, he's from because Georgia. he's talked about. He grew up in the Jim Crow South. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew that. I wasn't sure where or pinpoint Georgia. Pinpoint. Now, as an old pinpoint. old chunk of coal from Pinpoint, Georgia, <laughs> I can tell you that back in my day. When a Jew said something, we didn't take too kindly to it. He says this a lot because there are like several Jews on the Supreme Court. Mm. And we didn't know what there... to think about Catholics. <laughs> I don't think either. there are anymore. 
No, there's uh, what's her name? Um, Kagan. Oh, is she Jewish? Yeah, and if you look at Sotomayor, like real closely, <laughs> <laughs> like look at her eyes. I would, lo- I would lose that bet a hundred times out of a hundred. <laughs> Just look in her eyes. I don't want to look. If the justices if I heard of the Supreme Court Clarence, die, if I heard Clarence Thomas say that sentence, the words coming out of his mouth would be less shocking than the fact that he put together that many words. Oh, that's in true. In a row, yes, yeah, and spoke them out. Like I, I believe that he is a very intelligent person who uh, has every ability to string together a sentence. Um, but he is very well known for not speaking. Yes, he is. He is the, uh, uh, um, he's, he's the Danny Wilson of, uh, of the Supreme court. He, he says very few words. Um, although I will say, I mean, the last couple of years, last few years, we've talked about it. He has gotten, I mean, it used to be said nothing, nothing in court, or he would ask like a question or something. But in the last few years, he has gotten a little bit more verbose, but still one of the less outspoken members of last year i think he spoke more times last session not the one that is going on right now but uh, the 20 2020 to 2021 session i think he said more things in that session than every session since 1991 or 90 or whenever it was that he came in combined that yeah that sounds about right Another reason to so de- impeach him. So Democrats want a black men from the South to tell their wives what to say and think. And if they don't, they should be impeached. It's just an incredible time to be alive. Like you said, there is a lot of argument to be made about him being recru- recusing himself from certain cases. I, I absolutely, and, and, there, and I'm there is an argument sure and at dunk, least a discussion argument. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. At least a discussion about that impeaching the man. Cause his wife said something and he let her, I would just, I'd love to hear the impeachment hearings, you know, uh, of, of, you know, having Cory Booker saying, uh, and then she said this, did you know, and any you know, other Supreme Court chair? Well, yes, I, I did. Or no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing as well. Well, yes, I, 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 I did hear that she had done that. That's Clarence Thomas. And then Cory Booker, who I don't have an impersonation for, and don't want to make one now, because I don't want to offend people. Uh, Cory Booker saying, "And you didn't beat her? Lock her <laughs> in a closet or something to keep her from talking." You, you didn't cut off her cell phone service you didn't so cut she off couldn't her cell say phone. these things? You didn't put you her didn't, in a panic room You didn't her there. punish her for any of the things that she did? That's Corey yes. That's Corey I am Booker. so no, proud that's... right now, and nobody <laughs> can take this pride away from me. The fact that you didn't punish your wife. Your wife? It's just saying things. You just got a woman saying things. I would love to see Cory Booker say that in an <laughs> Of all of them. Specifically Cory Booker. Not Ron Wyden or Amy Klobuchar. I can actually see Amy Klobuchar saying that. Uh, but Cory Booker. <laughs> I want to see Cory Booker make the case for 
Shut your wife up 2022. <laughs> Speaking of things that aren't ever going to happen, the U.S. House is poised to pass legislation you don't think, this week. You don't think this is going to happen? Wait, before we... You don't think this is going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen because of this. I think it will, I, let me afraid. I think it will happen. You do you really you think it's going to this is you know what? Let's we'll talk about this okay. and then we're going to we're going to do one of our friendly uh so, friendly uh predictions here. Prediction contest so, here on this. Cuz I don't I'm so not sure back, but I don't think so. So back in uh early 20 early 2020 um I said and I was wrong. But I said I think that if the election is close that Trump will sign an executive order doing this that we're about to talk about. In and I order believe I agree with you. You did. You did. And, and he did. didn't do it. And he didn't. Do I it. think. And it probably. I think they are. Where we are right is that had he done that, I he think. Won. I think he would have won. He would have won. I think he would have won. won. So anyway, the right. house. The House is poised to pass legislation this week that would legalize marijuana federally. It will pass the House. Yes. It will pass the House. That is not anything that we are going to debate about in just a few minutes. Yeah, no, it's already Um, similar measures have already passed in the past. It will pass the House. Right. This will pass the House. The bill legalizing. Oh, yeah, it's not even going to be close. Yeah, because no, no, so no, many no, like no. you're going to get a ton of Republicans voting for it, too. They're just yeah. like, let's get let's end it. Let's end this. Let's end this. Let's uh, end the it, bill yeah. legalizing marijuana has a near uniform support among Democrats and a top ally in Chuck Schumer, who has been aiming to introduce similar measure this spring. Oh, um, this is where. Spike may disagree with what I wrote, but uh, Joe Biden will sign this. I agree with that. Joe, Joe Biden. If he gets will on his desk, it. he will sign it. Yeah. Which, because he won't know what he's signing. But it will be, <laughs> what's it this? Will, it says it says you get cookies tomorrow. Oh, I like cookies. Oh, can I get chocolate ice cream with that too? I want uh, ice cream with my cookies. <laughs> yeah. And it will be just ironically hilarious that yes. Joe Biden, the man in 2019 said that marijuana is a gateway drug and shouldn't be legal will be the president that signs legalization it's going to be absolutely ironically hilarious and marijuana will be federally legal in the united states in time for the midterms yeah and the democrats will run 100 on we gave you weed Weed. We gave you weed. Inflation, bah, don't worry about it. Food shortages, psh, you did. Look, I understand munchies. I get it. I get it. But psh, weed, you got weed. Gas <laughs> they'll they'll prices, play it back into the weed. Yes, they'll play it back into the weed. Prices, oh, I know how you weed people like weed, like food to be cheap. Right. <laughs> gas prices, please, you're not going anywhere. You have Netflix. You're going to sit there and you're going to get some, I wish I knew the name of weeds, because I would say one here and you're going to be sitting there with your Indica in the couch watching Netflix for 14 hours because you somehow haven't seen Ozark yet. And you're going to watch all five, four seasons of it, however many seasons there are of it all in a row. You're not going anywhere. You don't need to worry about gas prices. We gave you weed. These are the people who responded to legitimate questions about not being able to afford gas by telling people to use gas, buddy. They are 100% going to say that legalizing weed will make people drive less. 
and stay yes, home will. more. That yes, will, will be said. Maybe not by Biden or by uh, Harris. Uh, Jen Psaki, I can see her saying it. I can see Jen Psaki saying that dumb yes. shit. But someone yes. in either the White House or in leadership in the Democratic Party is at, off the cuff, if nothing there's, else, going to say, oh, you know, more people are smoking weed. Where there's going? a certain congressman out of New York who 100% will say those exact words. Yes, Ozark is fantastic. It's uh, the uh, Josh Umba asked, is Ozark good? Ozark is so amazing. And the final part of season four comes out next month. Um, and I can't wait. And I am planning seven hours of doing nothing that day because I'm going to watch Ozark. And the dogs may not go to the bathroom because I'm not going to get up. Just in time for the uh, federal government to... To legalize, uh, <laughs> legalize weed. And now, I, this this is not. I don't believe. I think, and I, I think you agree with me. I mean, the two things I believe that are going to happen in 2022 is libertarians are going to win, uh, are going to break our previous record for the most number of uh, elections won, uh, but they're yes. going to be almost entirely at the local level, if not entirely at the local level, at the state and federal level. I think we're going to see a red wave. We're going to see that. I'm, you know, we, I'm sick of Republicans. I'm voting Democrat. And then the blues wave happens. I think we're now in that cycle of I'm sick of the Democrats. I'm voting Republican. And the red wave comes in that sort of endless tide back and forth. Um, this right. may I, slow I, that wave a little. Right. Like this is not going to stop it, but this will be the proverbial finger in the dike for the Democrats, yep. Yep. which you're not going to see that on the Republicans. Uh, but this is going to be the proverbial finger in the dike that will slow it a little bit, but it's yeah. still going to, you're still going to get so much of it coming out. Like it's, it's going to be brutal for the Democrats, but this is going to save them a few key seats. The entire purpose of you adding this segment was to be able to say finger in the dike twice. Yes, it was. Okay. All right. No, I just 100%. wanted to, to establish that between us and for our, our listeners and, and watchers. Um, yeah. I, I think and it's not that... offensive. It's not offensive. It's a literal thing. It's a literal thing. It's a literal right in the old Yep. There's there's the old there's the Dutch boy. He did it. The old Dutchy. So uh going now okay, so now predictions. You 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 believe this is going to that it's gonna pass the House, it's gonna pass the Senate, they're gonna reconcile it into something that's a bill that Joe Biden will sign yes. before the end of the year. I don't even think the they're going to, they're not, uh, yeah, I don't think that they are going to need Kamala Harris to be a tiebreaker in this. Okay. Uh, I think you're going to have uh, at least two Republicans, if not four or five, that are going to vote for it in the Senate. It's going to pass the House because you're going to get pretty much every Democrat voting for it. And then it's going to end up on Joe Biden's desk. And they are going to say, if we want to have any shot in the midterms, you're signing this. And yeah. he's going to say, what is it? And they're going to say, it's build back better. And he's going to be like, oh yeah, we changed the name. And it's like, yeah, it's now. What mar marriage, <laughs> that just means I think, build back better in Spanish. I think it has oh, the word. I, the, we need, I, uh, I think the bill actually, I didn't put this in the notes. I should have, but, um, I think the bill is actually called like a crime bill because it's supposed to help reduce crime. I mean, it, it would. 
It would. It 100 yeah. percent would. But he'll just see crime on it, and he'll be like, "We crime bill in 2022. <laughs> I signed crime bills." Um. So I will say this: if the Democrats are, have any intelligence, they will do this. Because they'll be able to say after this long nightmare of the war on weed and all the damage it's caused, we have finally ended it. You know, we are doing like when they, you know, uh, uh, legal, finally legalized alcohol uh, and not a moment too soon. And then they can also run on, you know, uh, uh, ancillary stuff outside of it, freeing the people that are in jail for uh, weed offenses, uh, probably passing, you know, government programs to help the people that are out now. And, and, and I can see how they would, why, and they should do it both from their platform and for political realities. I've watched them, I've watched them not do this so many times when every single time it would have been a no brainer to do. I've watched the Republicans, you know, we talked about Donald Trump. That should have been a no brainer for him to, to, to pass uh, an executive order. Um, because he wasn't going to get anything through a split Congress during the election. He could have passed an executive order or ordering the FDA to deschedule uh, cannabis or you, reschedule it. Um, but I, could you it, imagine I, him trying I feel to put like something this is, through? Go ahead. Imagine Donald Trump, the, the, the bane of the left's existence. Yeah. In 2020, putting something in front of Congress to legalize weed and yeah. the Democrats voting no. Yeah. Which why it, which is again why it would have been a smart thing for him to do, and for him to do that first and say, well, because the Democrats insist on continuing to put people in prison for for a plant, I'm gonna just order the FDA to deschedule it. Who's gonna argue with him against that? Right. And yet he but, didn't do it. I just I they, feel like this is Lucy with the football. I think that if cannabis is ever legalized at the federal level, I think it's going to be so far. It's going to be after like almost every state, ha if not every state, has nullified it, and it just doesn't even mean anything anymore. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. I, I hope that so that it happens. you know like the way that I see it is they're still going to say states can make it le illegal if they want to, but this is back in 1971. I think yeah. back in 1971, yeah. Richard Nixon uh, made it 72, where 18-year-olders, like yeah. yeah, made it where 18-year-olders could vote, and they call it like uh, waving the red flag. Um, and he was like, "Hey, look, I let you guys vote, vote for me." And kids did in historic numbers voted for Nixon because he yeah. let them vote. They are hoping for the same kind of return here because they know this is the only thing they have. They have nothing else to run on nothing else to run on you have zero argument from me that not only is this the right thing to do but it makes perfect political sense for the democrats to do it just like it made perfect political sense for the republicans to do it i have just learned that i mean you want to talk about addicted to bad ideas government and its main political parties routinely do the dumbest shit on earth so it's not that I disagree with any of the bases behind why you think this is going to happen. I just think they're that fucking stupid. Now, I, with I that understand said, that too. However, yeah. however, allow, allow me just to uh, spin out a little bit here on this. Okay. Philip Morris, Philip Morris and RJ Reynolds and blah, blah, blah. Uh, all the tobacco companies have been taking yeah. hit after hit after hit with the yeah. lawsuits and more and more people not smoking. Like they've gotten a huge, like, they've gotten a boost from the vaping industry because basically they're the only people who can put out vaping products. Cause they're the only yeah, people yeah, yeah. that have money to do it after what the FDA passed. Um, the barrier to entry, but 
they have already started growing weed places. Like they have marijuana farms. They're not going to be fighting against this anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. There is no fighting. The only lobby that is left that is fighting for this is the police prison lobby. Like the, the police prison industrial complex is fighting for this just because it's a way for them to raise revenue and throw people in prison. Like that, that's all that's left. That also happens to be arguably one of the most unpopular lobbies, major lobbies in the U.S. right now. It's one of the biggest, but it's also one of the most unpopular. The only reason I think this will continue to, to be illegal at the federal level is because of that lobby, despite the massive amounts of voter input across the political spectrum in every age group and every racial demographic and every geographic demographic. Everyone is saying at, at least a, a simple majority and sometimes near unanimous group of people are saying, make this legal. I, st- I, I don't know. Maybe it's pessimism. I've just, it's like but, Lucy with the football thing, so here, but, but, but here, it could, here, it could, it could very well happen. Here's what here's what I believe is going to happen with that specific lobby. Um, They are going to pass it federally, but they're going to put absolutely zero restrictions on DUIs on it. So if you get pulled over and they're like, oh, well, we think you were under the influence and then they test you and you find out you had weed in your system, even if it was from three days ago and they don't know, you still get the DUI. So they're still going to be able to get the revenue and that's going to fall. And then they'll say, well, no, that falls on the States. The States have to pass that. That's not us. Okay. All right. No, like I said, I, I, I can see it. I can see that the argument that it might happen. We'll see. I'm trying to figure out how to ban this person. Hold on. Which one? This, uh, it's some, uh, spammer that just keeps, but Facebook is filtering it out in the comments because it's obvious spam. Okay. I blocked her. All right. All right. It's it's some someone that wants to let you know about incredible investment opportunities. Anyway, uh, so we'll see. I mean, this is one of those things you're you're saying you think it's going to happen. I'm saying it isn't. We're going to we'll find out by we'll find uh, out. By bef- we'll find out. I, I, I and I agreed with you with the Trump one. I, I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. I usually hope that when I make predictions about government and someone disagrees with me, I usually hope they're right uh, because I'm usually taking the pretty pessimistic angle. Um, this is the yeah. only time that I have been like, this is going to happen. Like this, yeah. there is not a path for this where it doesn't happen. Uh, LS420 yeah. Stoner, thank you for uh, giving us more money. Wow. You're a real one. Uh, uh, and they, they, they say, I've got to go soon, but I've got one more question. Are you all afraid of Rogue? government guys uh taking out libertarians like y'all with 3 a.m visits uh no 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 i mean right now we don't we aren't making no. the waves for them to bother doing that right i and by the my, time my we fian- are my fiance is a jewish woman um i'm much more afraid of her taking me out at 3 a.m or for her cooking to be taking me out at literally any time rest in peace uh, I will, uh, I, I think by the time that we have grown to a point where it's worth doing COINTELPRO on, on, on stuff on us, I, I think it'll be too late. I, I think that one thing that government has done is uh, demonstrated uh, their inability to, uh, to catch trends uh, before they happen. Um, Plot so. twist, LS420 Stoner is a Fed. 
is a fed boy and he's coming to both of our houses tonight at 3 a.m um and he's just asking he's right. well, that's always yeah. nice nice yeah. do, um, do you think nice it's gonna happen well i don't think it's gonna happen no okay yeah. well good see you, see you tonight Silly um me. and like derek said there is not really rogue government guys it's legitimate it's it's just government like it's, just it's government. funny i you know people talk about you know uh, at bad actors in government or the deep state or things like that and it's really that's all just the state like it's just the government uh in general but no i i personally think uh um i i think that uh i i think that it's going to be more i like uh adam weggs has a theory i think he's gonna he thinks it's going to be changed to schedule cannabis will be changed to schedule three before the next election They'll tax it at like 50% and the IRS will start going after drug dealers for fraud, which is very similar to what they did uh, in ending alcohol. They put these incredible yeah. restrictions on it. They made it legal, but they put incredible restrictions on it. And then they started going after the now that they had taken away the revenue from the from the, the rum runners. They then started going after them for tax fraud um, for not reporting their, their taxable income. And uh, uh, so that's actually. Yeah. yeah. That, that's actually a viable theory. But we'll see. We'll see that's what happens. Fair. We'll see what happens. Now, I do so know what's going to happen right be, now. Though. Before oh. we get to there, I have a quick question for you. Okay. Only because I was seeing what we had for the next segment. And I just one quick question. How did I? Um, I, I by, your, by the way, I, I, before you start with that, you know, we're talking about, you know, it's the government coming. I'm like, no. And now there's helicopters flying over my house. So thanks for that, LS4. Oh, that's weird. Like, because this door is shaking like a helicopter is flying over my house. Um, it's happening. How uh, how did your episode do on Anchor last week? Ah, oh, <laughs> That response, for anybody who doesn't know, means he didn't put it up on Anchor last week. I knew there was something I didn't do. <laughs> well, quite folks, literally the most important part of what we do because it's the only incredible way news for everyone. You are going to be treated to not one but two episodes of My Fellow Americans on uh, on Anchor this week. One after the next. Oh, is it going to be a joy? Some of it won't be time appropriate anymore, but it's still it's still there. <laughs> it's still there. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You know what else you're going to love? This next segment, which of course is the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. Brought to you by personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. If you live in the Florida area and you have been personally injured, injured personally, and you want to sue someone and get money, they go to chrisreynoldslaw.com, and this man, if you're watching this, you can see his face. This man, Chris Reynolds, will get you stupid, stupid amounts of cash. Stacks, bands, as they call it in the rap world. The kind of bands that'll make the strippers dance. I'm not telling you to go out and get personally injured just so you can sue. But if you happen to get personally injured or have already been personally injured, go to chrisreynoldslaw.com and Chris can help you today. 
And he's already helping you right now by sponsoring the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment, because the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment is your opportunity to go to anchor.fm slash muddywaters. Leave us your questions by pressing the message button. And then we answer them right here on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. And also, if you say that's not enough, I want to go to anchor.fm.com or anchor.fm. anchor.fm slash muddy waters and leave messages for you on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call a moment. But that's not all I want to do. Thank you, Josh. They are exotic dancers, not strippers. They dance exotically, which seems kind of racist. A lot of them are just dancing. I guess exotic can be. Exotic has multiple definitions. That's true. But not only can you leave messages at the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor column moment, but you can also become a subscriber by going to that anchor.fm slash muddy waters and then adding another slash and then adding subscribe. And for the low price of less than $10 a month, how much less than $10? The absolute minimum less than $10. For only $9.99 a month, you can become a member of the muddied family, muddied militia, the mud skipping mud people. And you get access to an ad-free experience on Anchor and Spotify. You get uh, treated to exclusive members-only content. And you get access to the Money Zoom every month, the private Zoom call that we were talking about earlier. But in the meantime, if you go to anchor.fm slash muddywaters, you can go. You can leave messages at the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, Anchor call a moment. You do not need to become a subscriber to leave a message, but we will like you more. So here's our first message. I'll just play them back to back because it's Matt Hicks. So here are yeah, two messages. They are two different things. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll, we'll do them separately. Here's the first one from Matt Hicks. Well, hello there, guy on left and Spike. This is Matt Hicks calling in on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call in moment, TM. I just wanted to call and let you guys know that like, so you want to know why my job is the best job in the world? Because yeah. I get to do something to protect people's rights and try to yeah. keep them out of jail and minimize bad outcomes for them. You want to know why it's the worst? I just spent my entire day watching a bunch of TikTok videos from a police officer looking for character impeachment stuff. Do you know how cringeworthy a cop's TikTok videos are? Yeah, well, <laughs> I watched like two years worth of TikTok videos. That's awful. Hashtag lizard legend. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Matt Hicks is actually um, uh, in the final stages of, of school for becoming an attorney. And the reason he wants to become an attorney, this is a man who already is financially secure uh, and retired. He's doing this solely so he can sue the government on behalf of other people. That's literally what he is doing. You want to talk about liberty activism? He is all he wants to do is find cases where government is pooping on people and poop back harder. And if you know Matt Hicks, he'll poop out poop him. Yeah, he he's a pooper. He's a pooper. <laughs> he's a if he's nothing else. If 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 there's nothing else about Max Hicks, he is a pooper. 
and uh, and he is I can't even imagine the stuff he has to go through, including looking at hours of cop talk or tick cop. Talk, cop, talk. Wasn't there a TV show musical called Cop Rock? I hope not. I'm pretty certain there was. God, if I if I dream this, what what was that? Cop Rock. Cop Rock. Cop Rock. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. It's real. Um, <laughs> oh God, American Police Procedural Musical Television Series. Oh my Lord. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Oh my. Well, if it makes you feel better, it lasted one season. It's probably gonna. Yeah, s- I've seen the entire season <laughs> multiple times. Uh, under it's genre, so- it's dual genre, dual dual genre, police procedure, or police procedural, like like Law and Order and musical. Right. Oh God. Oh, and the theme music was composed by Randy Newman. Now I have to watch this. Yes. <laughs> it's so bad. Let me put this in my list, my to-do list. Hold on. <laughs> watch Cop Because this Rock. is probably for free on YouTube, I'm sure. Hold on. Watch oh. Cop Rock. Wow. Yeah. That's probably worse than Matt Hicks's TikTok torture. Who are the people that were in this? Barbara Bossen, David Giampolos, Ann Bobby, Vondi Curtis Hall, James Mc... I've never heard of these people. No, I don't know any of the people, and I watch a lot of television. Um, Some of these people are like, were... I think I can kind of recognize them in bit parts they've played, but like that's how not a big deal this cast. CCH Pounder was in it. It's the only name that's really like sticking out. Oh, I think the... that speaks more to you as a person, really. No, she's from How to Get Away with Murder. Like, don't give me a hard time about that. She you was also in this British that? thing. She was in this British movie where she, and I forget what it was called, but she was a, she had been uh, uh, birthed, she, she's a black woman, and she had been birthed to a white woman who had given her up for adoption and then she later found her and it, it, it detailed the story of them you know coming back together and, and meeting each other and everything and the whole time I'm thinking you're not mixed race and it just ruined it for me like I can watch something very very fictional and suspend disbelief but that i was the whole time i'm like you don't have a white parent i sort of have a similar i sort of have a similar thought whenever i see paris jackson but the opposite and um... that is not mike let's be okay thank you for bringing this up I want to be very clear about something. Michael Jackson didn't change his genetic makeup when he had his surgeries and procedures. Okay? That makes no sense, Spike. Look at Jermaine Jackson, Tito Jackson, 
Joe Jackson. That's what Michael Jackson would have otherwise looked like if he hadn't done the surgeries and procedures that he did. Possibly with vitiligo. Possibly with vitiligo. Okay? Possibly with vitiligo. But, like, the bone structure, the facial structure of what Michael Jackson would look like didn't magically change. No. Okay? Look at Janet Jackson's son. He looks like a Jackson. Those aren't his kids. No. Like, like no. I'm, I shouldn't say that. They are his kids. He, they, he raised them and legally his kids or whatever. And I'm not saying that adopting a child or... or, or they are not or his biological child. children. Yeah, I they're not his biological crazy. children. I'm not saying that they're not his kids in the in the sense of him not being a parent, having not been a parent. But they're, they're not biologically his children. And I just, right. like, I don't know why anyone pretends that. <laughs> they do. They believe it so like hard. They, like, they insist on... Pre- like, Michael Jackson was a black man. Those children are 0% African-American. And and when I, like, with her, I always got why she got annoyed. She was like, yes, Michael Jackson is my father. Because, yes. Yes. Obviously, yes. 100%. Absolutely. Yes. He is. Yes. But I believe, I believe... At one point, she said, yes, I am a black woman. And I went, no, no. Mm. I'll never do 23andMe for my own personal, like, conspiracy theory reasons. Mm. And I think that they're just storing that information and selling it, um, which they say Mm. that they do. Uh, But what? You're... Can you do one for me just to to prove me wrong? Prove me wrong, Paris Jackson. Not Hilton. I already got that one figured out. Uh, Paris Jackson, take a 23 and me. Also notably not black. Not black. Yes, she is also notably not black. But but in her defense, not having claimed that she's black. Also true. Also true. She may have had a lot... So anyway, thanks, Matt Picks, for that, whatever you, this was originally about. Oh, cop TikTok, yes. Cop, cop Thank TikTok. You. Cop we rock. agree with what you said. Here's Cheers the other one Jackson. from Matt Hicks. Can't wait to see where we take this one. Oh, this one's better. Hello again, guy on left and Spike. This is Matt Hicks calling in again on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call in moment, TM. So... I had to get my hair cut the other day because um, I got some stuff to do in court and I wasn't going to have time to do it before. And uh, I couldn't get into my regular barber. So um, I went into a black barber shop for the first time. And let me just tell you, that was a next level experience. Normally haircut, half an hour done. I'm out the door, right? Mm, This dude took an hour. Like he was pulling out barber tools and implements of hair destruction that I didn't even know existed. You know what he did? He lined up my edges. He said, he said to me, it, it looked like nobody ever touched your edges before. I said, what the hell are edges? Do I even got those? Yeah. He goes, yeah, I'm, yes. I'm going to fix you up, Bo. And mm. yeah, I'm a regular now. Mm. That shit was the mm. bomb. Hashtag yeah. laser legend. Yeah. Okay. 
So let I just want to say something about this. Everyone is an individual. Okay, your skin color does not determine who you are as a person, in either a positive or negative way. Okay, you are an individual who has total autonomy and ownership and responsibility and power over your life. I only go to black barbers. Okay, so uh, do you, our f- do you talk no. about ball with them? No, I don't talk about things that I know nothing about <laughs> at all. I mostly, honestly, I go in there and talk like politics and culture stuff like that. I that's what I talk. Um, so, yeah. When when we were in Mississippi together, mm. Spike will remember yes. this as soon as I start telling this story. Um, <laughs> When we were in Mississippi together, yes. Spike was on a panel, and <laughs> one of the panelists was a former wide receiver uh, yeah. for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Great uh, guy. Yeah. He was supposed to be on our show. He never was. Uh, but great guy. Yeah, we need to follow uh, up with him because he wanted to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. We'll, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> and the other panelist, whose name I won't mention, um, aggressively said where have you been not just him but all black people where have, black where the people. hell have black people been right um and there was this awkward moment and then the lovely the beautiful the amazing tasha cohen mm-hmm. stood up and she said listen if you want to reach out to black people if you want to find black voters if you want to try to get their support the best way to do that is to go to where they are and Mm -hmm. you know like they are very welcoming you know black people are very welcoming people and they're gonna you know if if you are respectful to them they will be Mm -hmm. respectful to you um and she and she recommended going to black barber shops and she goes and you just go in and you just talk to them you know like you would talk to anybody else which all of this, most of you are going, well, yeah, this makes sense. Yes, but hang on. Um, And she goes, (laughs) you know, you go in, you talk to them how you would with anybody else. Uh, You can talk to them about life. You can talk to them about, you know, what's going on in the world. You can talk to them about ball. And I was sitting in the audience at this point. I started dying laughing at me because I tried to, (laughs) I was trying to imagine Spike Cohen Mm-hmm. in a black barber shop talking about pick a sport don't care which one um yeah. doesn't matter doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter. matter he could i don't want to perpetuate stereotypes but he could talk to them about hockey and still they would be shocked that they oh. know more oh especially hockey <laughs> i think maybe i could know a couple things more about curling than the average black man. But honestly, at this point, I'm not even sure. <laughs> I, that. I don't know. I, you know what? I, I, I take that back I because curling is more take popular. That back. I, I think I know possibly roughly the same, if not less, than the average black American man about, yeah. about curling. That's a direct quote, by the way. I don't remember 
most of the rest of that panel or especially <laughs> what she said because i kept giggling in my head yep. and had to turn away multiple times just yep. every time i looked at spike i was like there's no way he talks about ball at a black barbershop literally never ever i talk about things that i know something about like something um and so my my favorite part of that was not that because that was when i felt a moment of panic and fear uh at having to talk about (laughs) sports he's sitting next to him he's sitting in a barber shop one of the greatest wide receivers one of the greatest living in living running backs in the nfl and 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 his name's jimmy and he uh what's that wide receiver not running back what'd i say running back wide receiver Perfect yeah, example. Perfect yeah. example. First opportunity, I duff it. That that's Jimmy what Smith. we're talking about here. So yes, Jimmy Smith, and and so he sees my wife, and he goes, "Yes, thank you to the sister back there, uh, 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 you know, uh, for what you said." And he he gave some thoughts, and he said, "You know, whatever it is, whatever it is that 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 brought you here, we need to be doing." And so, and I don't know if it was you or someone else said that's Spike's wife, and he went. Oh, and Jimmy's black. And he went, that's, that's your wife? And I said, he yeah. Gave he gave the most awkward look. Like, it was just like, I mean, it was pure shock. It was, you know, like audience this way. And he just kind of went. And then followed by the nod. Yeah, he did. He did. It was like, <laughs> no, he went through the stages of grief very quickly. Okay. So very it was like, quickly. no denial bargaining this could maybe maybe i misread it uh you know uh and then finally acceptance and just giving the nod like not only, not not sure only acceptance this, but good for you not only acceptance but approval 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 yeah no at no point was he upset about it he just couldn't fathom it and and <laughs> it, it wasn't like it was a bad thing it was just not possible and so then he looks and he goes right. like that and i got the nod that i've gotten many times in my life having having married her and I, they, they give the nod, and I'm like, yes, I'm aware of what I would accomplish. Thank you. And uh, it's a similar nod to when I so, – so there's there's two nods that I get now in my life. For one, for a long time, it was just the one. Uh, one was telling people that – well, I guess there have been three nods. There were two nods. Now there's three. One nod was you know telling people that I'm like retired, that I was able to successfully have a business and, and retire at a, at a fairly early age. And I'll get up like – Oh, good for you. But that's kind of like, oh, wow, good for you. And then the other nod I've been getting more recently was when I tell people that I ran for vice president and came in third. They're like, the biggest nod, the biggest and most profound nod that I get is with someone with no prior knowledge of it is informed, having already met my wife, that she's my wife. That is like, and it takes a moment because they're like, what? Really? Wow. And then I get the nod. So anyway. I figured um, your wife would look more like Jenny Slate. Um, wait, who's Jenny Slate? Uh, did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Money, please. Money, please. Thanks, Dan. Well, no, I decided, well, unlike you, I decided to go 
in a different direction. Well, actually, no. I mean, we actually did. Yeah, we, we both went different directions. Yeah, we both did the same thing, right. but from different right. standpoints. Couldn't couldn't be happier with my choices. Couldn't be happier with my choices. I also couldn't be happier with your choice or or mine. Um, so speaking of which, here's my next choice, which I'm sure I'll be happy with, which is uh, doing the final message, which is from the Eskimo libertarian herself, one of our favorite people, not just in the in movement, the but just one of yeah, just one of our favorite yeah, in people. The world. Uh, Nullick Trump. Hey, Matt and Spike. I am calling in because I will be running the Alaska Libertarian Party booth at Comic-Con this year. Uh, it's at the end of April. And I am wondering, what do you think I should cosplay as? Or who would be a good character to cosplay as that embodies the libertarian mindset or uh, philosophy? Uh, have a great day. I was going to say an Usyk up until <laughs> I was going to say that up until you said a character that embodies the libertarian ideals. Well, uh, Usyk has come to embody the entire fucking libertarian party of Alaska. And for one you, reason, you did that. I, for one reason, I've asked them to stop saying Usyk, please. Having found out what an Usyk is, I don't want to hear about it anymore. And they've literally made that the theme of their next convention. <laughs> so what I would like to recommend is that you cosplay as the Eskimo Libertarian, like the character of the Eskimo Libertarian. What are you laughing at? I don't even want to look at the The, the Scientific Libertarian 2.0 said, I tell my kids I'm putting on Princess and the Frog and they get all upset when it's just Spike Cohen standing next to his wife. Yeah, we, we've all we've all seen the meme. We've all seen the meme. I, do, I have not seen the meme. You have not seen the meme? No. Here I'll get it. Because I'll get it. No, don't. Do Here it. I'll find it. Hold on. I, I, um. So, uh, I think uh, now, like I, and you can tell me, Matt, what you think. I think you should go as the Eskimo libertarian, like, like the the one in your in your um, uh, in in your like profile picture on your page. The, yeah, like, right. With in, the, with the, the spear avatar. and the whole thing, and the riding the narwhal and like the whole like. No, I think you should. I I think that is a character and a brand in and of itself that is like larger than life i think it's incredible that would be my opinion maybe matt has a better idea that is a hundred percent better than anything i could try to come up with here on the fly um because i i understand that by looking at me you think that like everybody out there probably thinks this is a guy who probably has been to comic-con in his lifetime but no i did yeah, no. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So I would say that yes. Um, either what I said earlier or what Spike said. Either one of those would be uh, appropriate. Yes. Where is either it? one of those would be good? Where is the photo? Hold on. I, I have no idea because I haven't seen it. I don't know where this went. Hold on. Um, talk amongst yourselves. It's neat. Uh, so 
So that was the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor Colin Moment. Yes. No TM. Because I think we could get sued for saying it. Uh, Matt Hicks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, I guess technically, yeah, we can actually get in trouble for that. I think we can um, because we're using multiple trademark names um, in that one segment. Um, but oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, I guess we can. Yeah. So uh, thank you all for calling in. If you would like to be uh, a part of next week's show, which will be on Wednesday instead of Tuesday, um, if you would like to be a part, all you have to do is go to anchor.fm slash muddied waters and smash the old message button. And you too can leave us a message that we will play live smash on the smash it up. So while I'm looking for that, let's go into our final segment slash main topic, which is Joe Biden. I don't know if you know this. Joe. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. One of the concerns about a Joe Biden presidency was that uh, over the past several, his entire life, uh, he has been known to make gaffes, if you will. And, and if anything, you know, sometimes over time you get older, you become a little wiser with how you say things. No, no. no. With him, it's, it's gotten worse over time because his problem wasn't, you know, uh, figuring out how to best message what he really wanted to say. He really wanted to say that. And there's been an obvious mental decline as well. So he just be saying stuff. He just says, so for example, whatever, literally so, whatever he wants, whatever he wants on Saturday night, Joe Biden spoke in front of the Polish presidential palace, hmm. speaking to just a lot of people. Um, and he closed out his speech saying this ukraine will never be a victory for russia for free people refuse to live in a world of hopelessness and darkness we will have a different future a brighter future rooted in democracy and principles hope and light of decency and dignity of freedom and possibilities Hmm. Which wouldn't have been bad. Would not. Would not have been bad had he just stuck to the teleprompter and not improvised this line. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Now... I am not an international relations theorist, although I feel as though I am much more of one after uh, I recorded a show with Andrew Heaton on the topic yesterday. Um, Is that coming out this Thursday? 
Yes, that is going to be coming out Thursday. Tune in Thursday for the money for gonna, writer's block. I'm, That's I'm, incredible. I was super excited. One of the most stressful moments of my entire thing is trying to improvise my way through the ads in front of a trained improv- uh, uh, improvisational comedian who studied at Upright Citizens Brigade. Mm. And I did not meet the challenge. Um, even I was like, man, this was awful. Uh, but if I am somebody in the international community and I hear the president of a world leader, of a, of a world leading nation uh, say, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power, I have some thoughts on what he said. And I may be reading into his intentions. Mm. If I was, I don't know, in the government of the person he was talking about, I would possibly have some concerns, which is why the Kremlin on Monday said that President Biden's comment this weekend seemingly suggesting that Russian President Vladimir Putin should be removed was, as they said, alarming. Because right now... They're not wrong. What you... Yeah, you know. No. This, is, this, this may have been the worst thing he said over the weekend, but it's not by far the only thing. Um... The Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs warned that the relations between Moscow and the U.S. could be completely severed because of Biden's remarks and steps by the U.S. government to punish Russia over its invasion of neighboring Ukraine. Um, It is, excuse me. As the uh, Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs said, uh, it is emphasized that such statements by the American president, unworthy of a statesman of such a high rank, put Russian-American relations on the verge of breaking. Hmm. Now, imagine you're a member of the Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs, And you've got the sanctions coming in from all over the world. The U.S. leading from behind, which means following following other countries as the sanctions are being put on. And you're like, well, we're getting it all figured out. China's buying the oil. Okay, they're cutting us off from the banking systems. We're going to just make deals with China. Okay, well, we're now in charge of the Iran, Iran nuclear deal that they're uh negotiating um yes this is the thing that is going to break the relations between russia and america uh kremlin spokesperson dmitry peskov told reporters that this is a statement that is certainly alarming and said moscow will continue to track statements from the u.s president which Let me tell you, I both envy and do not envy at the same time uh, the person that's going to have to do this because this is going to be a fun ride for whoever has to take this road down Dementia Lane. Mm. 
Yep. It is going to be just, whoo, he said, what? Yes. Mm. Yes. Well, was that like, was that like, you know, when he was going through something in his life, you know, like those four years that you didn't hear from him much from 2016 to 2020. No, that was last week, sir. Last week. He said, yeah, no, "Hmm, that was, okay. That was recent. That was recent. That was not long ago. Um, A few things they may take notice in uh, that he is out there saying and with absolutely zero issue is uh, it's going to be real, which he said at a news conference in Brussels. The price of sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It is imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well including European countries and our country as well. So if I'm in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Russia, I'm saying, well, if their sanctions are hurting them, why have them stop? Yeah. Why have them stop? Um, then he fought for free markets, which was weird. Um, he urged people to drop their trade restrictions that could restrict the exports of food, which is a yep. good thing. It's a great good idea. Thing. Great idea. But why haven't we always done that? Yeah. Why have we not always done that? Like, if we know that dropping those restrictions reduces the cost of food and increases access so that more people can eat for less money, we don't have to worry about problems with food security. Why were they there? Yep. Why were any of these trade restrictions there? Because now we're acknowledging that trade restrictions also kill jobs. So why do we have them? Yes. Any of them. On Thursday, at a press conference, uh, President Biden was asked about the United States and NATO's response to Russia's potential use of chemical weapons, to which he said... If they were to use chemical weapons, it would trigger a response in kind. And maybe Mr. Malarkey doesn't know what that phrase exactly means. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. But I feel like it was used a lot more in his time than it is now. Um, Yeah. Because that means the United States and NATO will use chemical weapons in retaliation. He just threatened that the United States would use chemical weapons. The thing that they said was the red line in the sand for Assad in Syria. And the thing that they said was the red line in the sand in, uh, uh, well, in Russia and in, God, I can't remember the other place I'm trying to come up with off the top of my head. 
um but multiple places um then while speaking to the 82nd airborne at a pizza luncheon where he was talking about food shortages as well um he said you're gonna see when you're there and some of you have been there you're gonna see you're gonna see women young people standing in the middle standing in the middle in front of a damn tank just saying i'm not leaving i'm holding my ground meaning he just told the 82nd airborne they're going into ukraine yeah the hits just keep coming folks just keep coming just just he just be saying stuff he is he is saying stuff i i will say that everything that he is saying to the best of my knowledge was not pre-planned for him all of this was just no biden on the off the cuff all out of his own and mouth then there was this tweet which we know he did not write there was this tweet which he did not write which doesn't seem to be promising for anyone who isn't looking for war or working for Raytheon, but I repeat myself. Um, he said, we are engaged anew in a great battle for freedom, the battle between democracy and autocracy, between liberty and repression. This battle will not be won in days or months either. We need to steel ourselves for the long fight ahead. So off the cuff, he said, we need to get rid of Putin. He shouldn't be in power. Yep. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't like speaking for Spike, but I feel I can do this here. Neither one of us are Putin fans. No, gosh. We're no. not pro-Putin. Nope. But he followed that up with... He followed that up with, uh, if they use chemical weapons, we will also use chemical weapons against them. Mm. And then he told the 82nd Airborne that they were going to Ukraine and then told everybody to get ready to steal themselves for the long fight ahead. Yeah, which incidentally, I will, I will say, I think he's more preparing us for the logical consequences of several years of bad policy decades of bad policy which keep getting worse especially the last couple of years uh including these sanctions and everything he's preparing people for yeah. food shortages for increasingly out of control inflation uh yes. for increasing problems with the supply chain and the labor pool and uh, a a decided reduction in the quality of life for the average american which he is going to frame as us stealing ourselves for the long fight ahead when the reality is nothing that you none of the suffering you are doing is doing a thing to fight for democracy or against authority uh, let's let's go through this this screen it has nothing to do with uh battling between democracy and, and, and autocracy uh, or between liberty and repression, unless you say that you know score one for the repression, 
it has nothing to do with that. It is about bad policies that you're suffering under because government doesn't live under they don't deal with the consequences of their of their bad actions i i I do think there's also the possibility of saying and we might end up in a hot war where a good number of us die but i honestly think most of that is just life's gonna suck for you and it's because we're fighting a a a noble battle and it just is what it is even though it's that's not why it's happening right and i'm and i am not discounting that at all because yes i i agree he is doing that as well um he is doing that as well. Uh, and for anybody out there who remembered 14 days to slow the spread, imagine how long we need to steal ourselves for the long fight ahead could possibly be. I could be wrong here because this was 21 years ago. It can legally drink now, but uh, yeah. wasn't the T like wasn't the TSA uh, supposed to be a temporary measure? I don't, I don't believe the TSA was, but I believe that like, I mean, we the were sold on, on the Patriot Act as being to just deal with right that with to just to deal with um with uh. uh uh, you know, the fighting Al Qaeda and get, bringing justice to the people that did 9/11. Uh, I don't remember if the TSA specifically was sold as a as a um, as it's supposed to be a, a temporary thing. Um, so the White House, who was stuck here in America while Biden was off gallivanting his way through Europe, saying just whatever popped into his head at the moment. Um, The White House has been on spin control, walking back nearly every sentence that was not planned to come out of his mouth while he was over there for two weeks. Mm. They promise, take that for whatever that means, that everything he has said isn't what is going to happen or what he meant except for the tweet, because you know that came from the White House. Um, There is... There is somebody in the White House currently, right now. Mm -hmm. I think he's in the White House, I'm not 100% sure, who is threatening to get rid of people who has threatened to fight constituents who has uh, said that we are going to use chemical warfare, who is instead of really attempting to change anything about gas prices or uh, supply chain issues or anything like that, and just kind of making it the new normal, the status quo that we are now living with, he is just kind of letting it all slide and saying, nope, this is just how it is now and we need to prepare ourselves for it. While insulting world leaders, being mocked by world leaders in other areas, probably in that one too, we just haven't heard about that. Um, Falling asleep on world leaders. And in 2024... People are going to say, we need to vote for this man again. 
we need to vote for this guy because he didn't he wasn't treated fairly the last two years mm -hmm. but at least if nothing else there is a sense of decorum in the white house again yes finally finally the mean tweets have ended. some grown-ups are in charge the man who has sundowned so far that he may be six again is now considered the grown-up in the white house and yes, we aren't saying that trump was a grown-up but this is not the answer that anybody wanted or needed. No, and it's... you want to talk about false binaries. The idea that of a nation of 330 million people, the only ones that we should be viably choosing from are the last schmuck and this schmuck. From a, any standpoint you want to look at it, values, character, trustworthiness, policies, messaging ability to not drag us into something terrible because they won't just shut up like the fact that those are your only two choices out of again hundreds of millions of eligible adults uh i i would argue and i, I i'm gonna speak i am gonna speak on behalf of matt uh as i am want to do uh i believe that you could randomly take any eligible adult in the united states and just make them president i'll go even further i think that you can take any over 18 human being even one who's not eligible to vote or become president and make them president whoever that person is and the likelihood that they would end up making a better president than our last several presidents is very, very high. Yes. I have said that yes. as, as Matt. That was actually me impersonating Matt saying that. That was a terrible impersonation. Um... I'm Matt Wright, and I would like you to know, as an Irishman, Scots-Irishman, who is currently in a loving, loving relationship, monogamous loving relationship with a Jewess, as I call them. Jew. Jewess, yes. A Jewess, a farm Jew, an agricultural Semite, if you will. Um, from that perspective, I think we could just pick someone out of the phone book. Quite literally. Make a better president. Quite Matt literally. Wright. Matt Wright. That's my right quote. Um, yeah, uh, this is terrifying. This is terrifying. I remember when um, we had a concern when Biden won the election that if Biden wins, are we going to have like the crazy Trumpisms to kind of like riff on and stuff. Yeah. And this is worse. This is so like Trump would say some crazy, crazy stuff out there. Um, 
but I wasn't terrified that we might end up in World War Three at any point. At any point. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, you know, we, we should have voted for Trump because no, we voted for the right vice presidential candidate. And I will continue to say that, that we voted for the right vice presidential candidate uh, for anybody who voted for Joe and Spike. Um, however, <laughs> I will say, I think a lot of us would be living in a lot less fear <laughs> right now. There might be different fears. Not going to say that. Not going to say it's the same. Uh, I'm not going to say that there would be no fear that we'd be living in a utopia because we would not. However, I will say uh, we wouldn't be worried about World War Three right now. We definitely would not. Not with Alan Dershowitz running the Supreme Court. Uh, the Scientific Libertarian says, I have a sne sneaking suspicion that Matt has been using his platform to work up to a 2024 presidential campaign. And no, I made a promise I would not run for president in 2024. That made a whole announcement about it. Likely. I think that's what's going to happen. That's the plot twist. That I run? Ms. Right Ms. 24. Right 24. Mr. Twitchy. We're going to make things right. Goes to all campaign events with different fidget cubes and stuff in order to be able to get through a speech without completely losing it. That's who we need. <laughs> who Who's going to make a gaffe when you don't even want to talk in the first place? That's fair. You get up and you're like, hey, listen, I just, you know. Listen. Let's just not. My, can we just not? My my fidget, not? my my. I left my fidget thing on the bus. I can't do this I just right don't. now. I'm sorry. I just, I, you I know, don't. let's not. Let's not. Can we just not? And then that becomes a Matt Wright, President Wright, gives seminal speech on nuclear proliferation. Can we just not? World instantly unified. I see it. No, I have zero. I have zero intention on running for president in 2024. I just have some opinions on the people who are running, wow. who have stated that they are running. Mm. So here's what I'm not seeing. I'm seeing the reasons to vote for Matt Wright for president, <laughs> and I'm seeing the reasons. What I'm not seeing is this freaking meme that I'm looking for. Is that what you've been doing this whole time? I'm like, man, yes. I am talking a lot this. No, I've been listening and, and, and talking as well, but I can't. I'm trying to find this freaking meme. I think you it's made driving it me insane. I think you made it up for the intent for the attention. See, and it's that's what people are going to think. The. So what I think is, you know, we'll I just end the show. I understand what's happening. I I think we should, we'll end the show. You can go off and 
live your life and I will just stay streaming until I find this damn meme. That's it. Here we go. I think it's... There we go. All right. Wow, you just found it now, huh? I literally just found it now. In my moment of desperation, I found it. All right, so this is the kind of BS that I have to put up with on a regular basis. Like, I don't deserve it. Did you I don't choose to it. put yourself out into the public and know that with that is going to come some good-natured ribbing from friends? Is this good-natured? I don't know. Is that intended to make me, to edify me as a person? I feel like this is violence. You know, I used to say up until this very moment that words were not violent. Violence. But this is so, I. So did Will this Smith. Violates um, the nap. This is a textbook violation of the n dot a dot p. Boom! Look at that. Oh, I think I'm going to wake up today and think that I'm, you know, a valid person whose existence is necessary and go live my life. Ooh, I wonder what's in my messenger. So folks, thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Episode of Muddy Waters of Freedom. What a great episode it was. Cathartic, if you will. Yes. Uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow night on both both live and on Anchor, where you'll be getting last week's episode and this week's episode. My guest tomorrow is Chris Dreisbach, who is with Blueprints for Addiction Recovery, who has an absolutely... I don't even want to say like it's just like when you think of someone who's trying to change things in their community and and save lives and help scale back the police state and the way that it punishes addicts and people that are in need of help and instead find a privately funded way to fix it. You, you've got to tune in. You have to tune in tomorrow at eight uh, live Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Chris Dreisbach. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And if you're on Anchor uh, later that night, you'll be getting the previous week's episode and this episode. Uh, and then uh, on Thursday at 8, you absolutely have to tune in. Matt, tell them who your guest is. My guest on Thursday, as we covered a little earlier, but uh, if you're tuning in now or you just weren't listening and I understand, um, my guest is 
the host of the Political Orphanage, uh, the host of Friday Release Valve, the host of another show that I don't know the name of because I've never listened to it because it's about science fiction stuff and I don't care. Uh, and the former head writer, creator, and uh, showrunner of Almost Weekly on Reason, Andrew Heaton. Andrew Heaton, the amazing, the indelible Andrew Heaton, who uh, is, I. for anybody who doesn't know, Andrew Heaton, I'm a huge fan of Andrew Heaton. I don't agree with him 100%. Huge fan. I think that he is a very, very smart person who puts messages across exceptionally well. And yes. he does, he has done multiple shows. Uh, when he has guests on, you know, kind of depending on the guest, it's going to depend on how the show goes. And if you've watched us on Wednesdays and Thursdays. You know that that's kind of how it is. Um, yes. So he has the occasional show that he puts out where he just deep dives into issues. Uh, he did one on how World War II got started, um, and it was fantastic. He did one on World War I, also fantastic. He did one on the falling of the Berlin Wall, which was amazing. But he did one on St. Patrick's Day that is called, I should have pulled this up before I did this, uh, How to Prevent or Provoke Stupid Wars, where he goes in to uh, multiple international relation theories and it's a great episode uh wait until after thursday to watch it or to listen to it um and uh check out the episode with andrew heaton where he and i will be discussing international relation theories and how bill clinton being the first man possibly could have averted all wars but it can't interesting uh mm. so be sure to tune in eight o'clock. It's going to start because we we already recorded. So it's pre-recorded. Uh, so you're just going to it's pre-recorded. It it's just going to go. Uh, awesome. So it's just going to go live at eight. Uh, but tune in eight o'clock on Thursday. It is a fun episode. It is a Andrew is hilarious. I try. I fail. But Andrew is hilarious and he's insightful. And I learned so much from this episode. Uh, even more than I learned from listening to his episode alone. Uh, and it was one of the greatest uh, conversations that I have had with somebody. And it is anybody out there who's interested in international relations theory, check out this, uh, check out this episode. Anybody who's not interested in it, check out this episode because you will become interested in it. Yeah. It's I, I cannot wait to, to listen to this. I am very excited about it tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern um, and or no Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then on Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern is uh, Jason Lyon with Mr. America, the bearded truth hitting you with some of that bearded truth. That's going to be great. Definitely need to turn into that matinee episode on Friday uh, and then uh, join us right back here next Tuesday. Same money place. Nope. No, actually, no, we're not doing an episode on Tuesday. Join us back here next Wednesday. Same muddy place, same muddy time. Well, different a date, 24 hours later, muddy time for the next episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom where Matt Wright and I parse through the week's events like the chipper little middle-aged libertarian men. 
that we are. Matt, if someone were looking for us on the internet, is that even possible? And if so, how? It is possible. Um, all Amazing. one would have to do, hmm. besides finding us on all your basic and non-basic social media sites, which you can find us on pretty much all of them at Muddy Waters Media. Um, yes. If you are just absolutely tired of looking mm. at the two, don't want to say ruggedly handsome. Just handsomely handsome. Just handsomely handsome. Handsomely handsome men staring back at you mm. whilst they discuss the week's events and instead you want to take the time through your day to listen to the soft sweet dulcet tones of their voices mm. all you need to do is head on over to anchor.fm yes muddied waters muddied waters the waters are so You can also find us on all of their podcasting platforms, but on anchor.fm slash muddy waters. Oh, wow. You have so many different options that you... Incredible. I want to hear about that. Incredible. You can leave us messages that we will play live on the air on Tuesday nights in the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney of law, anchor call-in moment. Yes. Where we will plug that smiling face to you. Mm. We will plug that smiling face to you and tell you if you were yes. ever personally injured in Florida, that smiling face will get you stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks. ChrisReynoldsLaw.com. Money, 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 money. You can also subscribe mm. to be one of the muddied family, the muddied militia, one of the muddy muddied fuckers. Give us money. <laughs> One of the motherfuckers. The uh, people that give us money. Money. And for the cost of less than two lattes a month, you will get access to discounts at our store. Yeah. Discounts at Stitches and Glitches, which is higher than the discounts you get just for listening. Wow. Yeah, I know. Incredible. It's a good disc. It's a fantastic oh, discount. That's amazing. It is amazing. You can also get access to the Muddied Zoom, which is on the wow, second the Thursday Zoom. of every second month. Thursday Muddied Zoom. You and the rest of the Muddied fuckers can talk with me and Spike and Jason and Eskimo and others. For roughly one hour about whatever topic we pick, usually in the first 10 seconds of starting it. Typically as much, yes. Yeah, it's pretty much. And you get access to exclusive subscriber-only content on oh, your yeah. favorite podcasting platform, which is now oh, ad-free. Yeah. Ad-free experiences all across your podcasting platforms when you're listening there it to is. Media. Definitely. Give us money. I feel like. Am I forgetting something? I, no, I think. Um, I think that's it. Okay. 
there may be something coming out for subscribers very soon. Oh man, I can't wait to be able to whisper about that every week and piss your fiance off. I think she turns it off at this point by now. Or you can find it's this every other episode of it does every time. Uh, you can find this or every other episode at muddiedwatersmedia.com. Well, you've sold me, Matt. I'm going to go subscribe to my own thing that I co-run with you. And so should the rest of you right now. Again, thanks so much for tuning in, folks. Uh, we had a great episode. We had a great time with you. We'll we see you tomorrow on my show. We'll see you the day after tomorrow on Matt's show. And we will see you on Friday on Jason's show, and then we'll see you right back here next Wednesday for the next episode of The Money Waters of Freedom. Folks, we love you so much. We have so much fun with you, and we can't wait to see you tomorrow. And don't forget, folks, where we're going, we don't need roads.